I just, I don't know, like today's ultrasound, I went into it nervous and now I left with like a whole different array of emotion because, you know, the doctor confirmed today, like baby looks great. Um, you know, like we're going to take it, you know, step by step. And right now everything looks great. Um, baby's measuring, like, you know, there's, I mean, from my point of view and from hers, I, I guess more importantly hers, like baby looks like baby's doing just fine and thriving. So Hey mama, welcome to Tired Mom's Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. So I've been debating, like what I want to share, not because I'm a private person. We all know that's not really the case. Um, but because I don't want to bore anybody, you know, I don't want to like put too much emphasis in like my life or like what's going on in my life and be like, oh, okay, Kristen, like no one really cares a whole lot. But so I go to my ultrasound today and I was debating on how I would share that if not. Um, and then the appointment itself was, it was super triggering for me. And then I started thinking more about it and I was like, you know what? I may not be the only person that feels this way, like going into their ultrasound and I'm going to get emotional. So excuse me, but, um, I thought maybe like it is appropriate to share because, you know, it's kind of like, I'm that annoying kid in class, you know, like you don't want to raise your hand because you don't want to ask a quote unquote dumb question. But I always remind myself, there are no such thing as dumb questions. Like everyone, if you're thinking it, someone else is wondering the same. So kind of same to this similar situation. Like if I'm dealing with this, um, then I know I can't be the only one. So that's why I'm sharing. So never do I want to be like an oversharer or like unnecessary share. Um, but I feel like maybe this might be relatable and I don't even know like which direction this is going to go. I just want to like tell my story about how today went. So I'll be honest, like there, I cried like a baby, like on the way to my ultrasound. And then I sobbed even more leaving. <laughs> I just have like, I have the worst PTSD. Um, because we have a loss, you know? So this whole time that I've been pregnant, I'm like 10 weeks right now. So still super early. You know, I feel like, you know, I try to not sugarcoat things. And at 10 weeks, like, you know, I suppose anything can still happen. You know, of course we don't want that, but I just try to like keep myself in like a realistic mindset, which might also be a bit, a bit extreme too. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what is right, but I get to my appointment today and I sit down and the doctor walks in, super nice lady. It's my first time dealing with her because I had a, we did move um, out of Chicago. So I'm no longer um, going to those doctors up north and now I had to find a new practice. And I actually found her through a mom that I like was just like kind of chit-chatting with at the park one day. I don't even like know how we got on the topic. And she told me about this doctor and I was like, well, I'm going to remember that if I have another baby because she sounds like a really nice lady. And like, you know, just she, this woman had a really pleasant experience. So that's how I found my doctor. It was like through word of mouth at the park, just talking to another mom. 
So the doctor walks in and um, she's like, how are you? You know, and I says, oh, I'm a little nervous. And she goes, why are you nervous? You're having another set of multiples. And I said, oh, actually, I have a few friends that think that I may be. And she's like, no, well, we've confirmed you're only one baby this time. And I said, well, that's fine. I said, yeah, no, I'm more concerned. I just have PTSD. And I'm I'm concerned about um, just or I'm, I'm affected from my loss in the past. And I don't know that she knew my full history on it. So um, I had told her that we had lost a baby due to Potter sequence, um, which I don't know if I actually even like share that like far and like, you know, publicly here. Um, I think I may have once. So I'm not even sure. It might be the first time I'm saying it out loud. Um, but we did lose our triplet C to Potter sequence. So I was telling her like, yeah, I just, you know, I've had, I've had bad experiences in the ba- in the past that it was, it all started with a poor ultrasound. So, um, so she like gave me my ultrasound and we looked at everything and I asked like 20 questions and I told her, I was like, I don't mean to be a pain in your side. Like, I'm not trying to be like your 20 question patient. She goes, no, it's fine. She goes, you've been through a lot. Like, I'm happy to help you and answer. And which was really great. She was like super, she listened very well. She was really supportive, which was a nice change. So um, she confirmed like, baby, you know, like so far, everything looks great. Baby's actually measuring sooner. So like our new due date is June 29th, which is a day after my youngest baby right now. We just, I told her, I laughed. I go, yeah, I guess we just have a mating season. Like all of our babies are due like within the same couple days. So then I started telling her about what had happened um, in my previous pregnancy, which um, I shouldn't say previous, my first pregnancy with my multiples because I had started with triplets and I had delivered two. So I explained to her that I had gone to Northwestern MFM, which holds the coldest place in my heart. Um, I will never, you can, there is no convincing me otherwise. I I went to my ultrasound. I brought my mom. It was like supposed to be, you know, a really fun, happy day. Like mom, you know, Nana gets to meet the triplets, you know, in mommy, mommy's belly. And um, that was when the tech, like tech from hell, just like jumping in and out of the room, like telling me like really aggressively, turn to your side, turn to this side. I can't get the amniotic fluid. I can't measure. I can't measure. Like just really aggressive and just a really ugly situation. My mom and I were both like, what's going on right now? Like we both couldn't figure it out. Like it was very alarming, um, which certainly didn't help the situation. So then the woman has me get dressed and we go in the, um, we go in the room and we wait to speak with the doctor and she walks in and she's like, okay, so, and this is what I'm telling the doctor today. Right. So I was like, the doctor comes in at the Northwestern MFM and she says, she goes, well, you see these babies. Like, I want to show you your babies, like baby A, you see all the fluid, you see baby B's, all this fluid, you see baby C. And I was like, yeah. She goes, well, you notice how there's no fluid around baby C. And I was like, uh, I suppose I don't, you know, we're looking at a, a still frame here, a flat still frame, I guess. And, um, and this is me like not knowing anything. My first pregnancy, first go around, like here I am new first time mom, like, you know, already MFM, like triplets, like high risk. And um, she goes, well, the placenta is not working. So these are your options. Um, the doctor who does reductions will be here in an hour. If you'd like, you know, call your husband, have a conversation with him, go get a cup of coffee, and then you can come back and we can reduce. And I, and I was telling the doctor today, I says, yeah, I go, you know, I was like such run of the mill, like no heart, no feelings. Like, I don't think she even cared. Like I was just another number. And to suggest that I reduce on 
you know, like within an hour that that doctor would be there to perform. It was just, it was an absolute nightmare. And, you know, you're like, now you're spinning. You're like, is this real life right now? Is this really happening? My mom's like, this is Kristen, this is your choice. Like, not, and she wasn't like supportive of the doctor by any means. She's like, I don't even know what to say. Like, you need to talk to your husband. Like she goes and Kristen, like we can get a second opinion, you know, and this is all everything I'm telling the doctor today. I said, so fortunately, like I had all their voices in my head. My mom was telling me, to get a second opinion and like very like we're all like just baffled like what in the world is going on i'm texting my sister and um my sister's a nurse and she's like krista no like this isn't like you didn't break your arm like go get another opinion we're not just like reducing baby because of a picture you know like you need a second opinion this is a big deal and of course i agreed but you know here you are like and i of course i wouldn't agree i would not have agreed to it within that hour but it was nice having the support that i did so we left. We left MFM at Northwestern that day. I never went back. I I have, again, the coldest place in my heart for them because they were cold to me. And it was the worst, just the worst experience that any first-time mom, any mom could ever, ever dream of. It was awful. So... I start calling around and trying to figure out, like, again, here I am, like, no idea what I'm doing. Somehow, some way, I was able to get into the MFM at Rush. I know I was, like, you know, sobs. I was just nothing but tears on the phone explaining to the MFM at Rush, like, this is a 911. This is what's going on at Northwestern. They want to reduce my babies. And I, like, I need a second opinion. And then they needed my medical records. And it was just, like, again, like, you know, continuing the nightmare. So the one nurse, I will say the only good thing about the Northwestern MFM is the one nurse was really helpful and was able to get me my medical records to bring over to the Rush Hospital. Um, And I don't even know how all that works, but I don't even care. That was like the only good thing that I can say about them. Um, So I was able to get that right away. So I got over into the MFM at Northwestern. It was a Friday. No, I'm so sorry. Um, At the Rush Hospital. MFM and I I got into them on a Friday and I went in and the doctor himself I was able to get in with Dr. Palmbar and I was I have mentioned his name in the past so this isn't this part isn't a secret so I must have talked about this a little openly here and there I and I know a lot some of you out there have been like oh Dr. Palmbar was our MFM at Rush he's so wonderful so it's really cool um, to hear like other people's experiences that are very much aligned with mine so we got to see Dr. Palmbar at Rush and again this is everything I'm telling my current doctor today so I said yeah we were really lucky I got in with Dr. Palmbar and and here I am like in between tears because I'm telling her the story all over again and as soon as I said his name she goes he's going to be the one that's doing your your anatomy scan, your 20-week scan. And then, of course, like, I start crying again. And she's like, is it okay? Like, was he nice to you? And I was like, no, he was wonderful. Like, it's just like a full circle, but hopefully, obviously not not to the same, um, not to the same result. But, you know, who would have thought six years later, I would find myself pregnant with baby number five, um, I should say five living. And and get scanned by the same doctor who I like 911 seeked out, took me in on the fly, gave me my ultrasound, confirmed my baby's, you know, diagnosis of a Potter, you know, Potter sequence. He baby didn't have either of his kidneys and um, among other things. And I think I may have gotten that in the, gotten into that in the past. Again, I don't want to get like too involved right now because this is more about today's ultrasound, but um, 
this doctor like was just, you know, heaven sent. And then to find out like, I'm going to be meeting him in like 10 weeks again. So like, just like a rush of emotions again. And like, kind of right now I'm trying to hold back, but, um, I just, I don't know. Like today's ultrasound, I went into it nervous and now I left with like a whole different array of emotion because, you know, the doctor confirmed today, like baby looks great. Um, you know, like we're going to take it, you know, step by step. And right now everything looks great. Um, baby's measuring, like, you know, there's, I mean, from my point of view and from hers, I I guess, or more importantly hers, like baby looks like baby's doing just fine and thriving. So every ultrasound will be, and every, everything will be taken, you know, step by step. I'm not going to like jump the gun and, you know, plan it too far ahead only because that's just the PTSD in me. But then to find out that I'm going to be meeting um, the man who gave me my my ultrasound five years ago, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, I'm, I'm glad to see him again, like, because I know I'll be in good hands. But I don't know. It's like a whole new emotion that I really wasn't expecting. And I'll be honest, like, leaving the ultrasound today, I... I don't know. I'm like in a totally different mindset now. I'm fine, but being pregnant is, it's scary. And, you know, some people have the easiest pregnancies. And like my neighbor told me, she goes, you know, we would just hold hands and I'd be pregnant. Or my granny would say, he put his pants on my bedpost and I got pregnant. Like, you know, all these like teasing, teasing ways, you know, and they're all cute and fun. Like, no, I'm not saying anything poor, but you know, some people have the easiest pregnancies while many of us don't. And it's hard. It's easy to put on a smiling face and joke about things and which is like what I do all the time. Right. I wouldn't call it a front, but, but ultimately like I, you know, there's still like a lot of pain deep down. You don't ever forget. So I guess like here I am tearing up and crying, but there's nothing bad to report. Everything is great. It's just like a little very full circle or what will be in 10 weeks. And then of course I'll be a ball of emotions once again, because I'll be like revisiting my past. (sighs) But, um, but yeah, it was, everything's fine. And, um, everything seems to be going the right direction. I totally forgot my prescription. I was going to do the, do the B6 and the Unison, but I totally forgot. So now I have to make a phone call and get that that put somewhere so I can get that prescription because my my night sickness, not morning sickness, is just debilitating. I haven't gained a pound, but it's okay. I'm not going backwards. So um yeah, thanks for listening. I I just I don't I don't even know what to say. I just feel like it's I don't want to say it's okay. Like there's no I it's hard. Like I don't even know what to say about, you know, having these emotions when you go into your pregnancy or go into your ultrasounds. And, you know, I feel like anyone would say, well, why are you upset? Like, everything's fine. And and everything is great. And I'm very grateful for that. But I still have this like peg of emotion. And I'm still like, I don't want to call it holding on, but I'm always going to have that, you know, those memories of of losing my baby and everything. And then to find out that I'm going to meet this man again, you know, six years later which is, it's just pretty wild. So, um, all is well and we'll see, we'll, I'll see my doctor in four weeks from now. And she did say, she goes, I don't usually do an ultrasound in four weeks. She's like, but for you, I'm going to, cause we want to, uh, let's watch the baby and give you the comfort that everything's like going in the right direction, which I could 
I was so glad to hear, which also like brought more emotion. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too hormonal right now, but, but yeah, all is well. And 10 weeks, 10 weeks are 10 weeks down and 30 more to go. So yeah, thanks for hanging out with me. And um, if you find yourself in any similar situation, I guess it's, I don't think the right words are, it's okay. Or, you know, it's okay. Maybe the right word is it's okay to feel this way. Like we are, we can have our feelings and, you know, if someone says, well, well, everything's fine. Why are you so like upset? Or why are you so emotional? Like, well, you can, you can still feel your feelings. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Like no one said anything to me, but I know that there would be someone out there that would. And I just, I think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's um, unusual to, you know, go into these situations like worrying due to past experiences. So I guess that's all I can say at this point in time. And um, until my next ultrasound, and I'll just keep on heaving until I get there, until I get my B6. So um, have a great day and thanks for listening. And um, if you're pregnant or if you're trying to conceive or if you feel any kind of connection to this story, I'm thinking of you and it, it is, I don't know, it's all bittersweet, right? So hopefully everyone comes earthside and we don't have to continue to relive old history. So I apologize if you went through it too.